Welcome to High Ticket Woman, the podcast for Christian women who are relationship challenged, and they know that to make changes, it starts with them wanting more, expecting more, and becoming more. Here's your host, Debbie Cottle. Hey, welcome back to another episode of High Ticket Woman. I'm your host for today, Debbie Cottle, and this is one of my favorite types of interviews to do because today I have a male guest on with me. And before I introduce him, I just I want to say I love interviewing guys on, on this podcast because we as women rarely get an opportunity to step into the male mind. And whenever we can do that, get a, a guy's perspective on how we as women come across, I think it's just incredibly valuable. So I I really enjoy these interviews. So today I've got with me Andrew Sear. And Andrew is somebody that I work with in the coaching world. And he he used to be an executive in the biotech medical device field for almost 20 years. Now he's the co-owner of a mobile IV therapy company, which is up and coming in Phoenix. And I think it's going to go viral I don't know, viral something you only say about online, but I think it's going to go viral in a literal sense um, in Arizona and beyond. You guys are planning to expand beyond Arizona, I'm pretty sure, right? He's, yeah. he's nodding. He's nodding. He also invests in real estate. He's a certified coach in um, integrated attachment theory, and he has a coaching company called Empowered Reality Coaching, where he focuses primarily on working with young men who struggle to form close relationships due to insecurities anxieties in their relationships and low self-esteem and are wanting to find a more balanced path in life. And you can find him at his website for that at empoweredrealitycoaching.com. I'll put that in the description below the podcast as well. So you guys can go check him out. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So this podcast is all about being a high ticket woman. And, you know, some people are like, well, what does that mean? What's a high ticket woman? So I would love to get your take on what that means to you. So what, what a high value woman is to me. Ah, like, so there you, you, you did it right away. You went from high ticket to high value, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) So, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, obviously a lot of internal, internal strength of who that person is or who that woman is in themselves. I mean, first, first off is there's a certain air about them of certain, a certain amount of energy. I hear me talk about energy quite a bit. And we, I'm sure as we go through our, our questions on this, but one is recognizing that she is not perfect and being very, very comfortable with that fact of it is that you're always trying to grow. You're always trying to get better. You have this certain air about you, however, that of, of confidence, of, of self-confidence of knowing who you are, what you bring, what you bring to friendships, relationships, to your family, and understanding that, but in a in a humble manner. I think a high value woman is ambitious, and it doesn't necessarily mean within a career. It just means something about something about what they're doing with their lives and trying to be the best of what they can be or accomplishing certain things. And it could be in any facet of life, but it's there, there's just a certain a certain air. Uh, about them that you just you, you almost feel when they walk into a room and say oh that that's somebody that I want to gravitate towards because of the person that, that they are and it doesn't have to do with accomplishments or anything like that it just is who who they are how they treat other people 
And again, that self-confidence, both with that humble side. So there's so many, um, there's so many women out there that I work with that really have come to believe that men expect certain things of them and that they have to be a certain way in a relationship with a man or they're not going to be able to hold on to him. And what I see so, so much of the time is that 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 actually leads to women sort of settling, lower, lowering their own standards in, in the way that they want to show up in that in the relationship space. Do you see that? Is, is that something that you've personally experienced? That's interesting. Sorry to, to turn it back around just to, to click so I understand more what kind of things, I guess if you want to say, which is a bad word in relationships, expectations or what, what are women in this context being asked of? And I can try to answer that. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, there's a lot of women who feel like all what men want is sex, of course. Mm-hmm. That's probably the big, big one. Yeah. And and I think over and over, that is what I see a lot. I see a mm-hmm. lot of women who, you know, they enjoy the attention from a man mm-hmm. and they mistake that attention for something more serious. And because they like that guy, because they're attracted to that guy, they sort of like pour themselves into you know, really selling themselves to the guy and they maybe compromise some of their standards. It might even be, I mean, sex would be like maybe the biggest one, but even just like always being available for him, like dropping everything on their social calendars to make themselves available for that guy or expecting that guy to just always show up, you know, whether it's via texting or, you know, to be available and then upset when he's not. Those, Yeah. Yeah. Talk okay. About that. Thanks for clarifying that. So I can see where that is out there. And so if we're talking like, I guess if, if to shift it towards like what a high value man looks for is, is, you know, is not that, and, you know, not, you know, obviously those are like talking about sex. Like obviously that's a part of a relationship, but that's not, that doesn't become the, the pre pre ultimate part of it. But what, what we're looking for is, is really is genuinely the, the partner is the part the person that we want them to show up the way that, who they are and how they are not, not and, and the fact of being available or not available, if you're not available, that means it's not a game about availability. It's more of you're doing your thing. So it goes back to inhibition. You have things going on. It's, it's very similar in terms of what a woman might be looking for in a high value man. It's like, you don't, you want someone who's doing something with their life. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. so it's that, that, uh, that opposite side. When we talk about actually like relationships and, and, you know, long-term relationships, marriages and things like that, we, as a strong individual man, like we want a woman that's going to partner with us, that we want to have discussions about what we're going to do with um, certain decisions, wh- wh- how we're going to uh, move, you know, navigate through yeah. life, what are our next Absolutely. phases. We want that. And that's, I mean, why wouldn't you want that? You want, it's life's, life's fun, but life's hard. So why wouldn't you want somebody that is doing their thing, having this ambition, but at the same time, you're partnering to make these, these, t- these decisions. Two is better than one. It's just, there's no argument with that. So when you're looking for a partner, because you're talking about a man who's in that phase of life where he's not just out looking for a good time. Right? Yeah. Yep. You're talking about you're talking about a man like you who is, you know, really wanting to settle down. Yeah. You know, because that, that's mm-hmm. where you're at in your life. So when you're looking for a woman that is gonna be a comparable partner for you, mm-hmm. she she has to be a woman who's 
who's built a life for herself that I guess what you're saying doesn't require a man in order for her to feel complete. Yes. Is that okay? What I think, I think with any relationship that that's just the healthy way to approach a relationship because, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you approach a relationship in any way, in any sense of need, you're starting off on a, on a weak foot on either side of it. If a man feels like he needs a relationship, it's, it's not a good start either. So yeah. it's when you get to that point and you're doing the things that you, that you set out for yourself and you, you enjoy your life and you're at a point where you're happy, but adding on to it is, is, is the perfect kind of combination. That's, that's where the healthy beginnings of relationships start. So exactly agree with what you said. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like, women need to like themselves and there's a lot of things that I think that we as women do and let men do to us that diminish our sense of value of who we are as women and I I, to me that's a common struggle that I see what kinds of situations and behaviors do you see in women that diminish their value in your eyes well as you said it's I don't want to say diminish but what would and I'll answer your question but as you were saying, having that that time to really recognize who you are and coming into it with an internal strength and knowing who you are, that elevates quite a bit. Yeah, because it's it's the same thing. It's additive it, and it's complementary. And it's it, you know because it's like oh, this person's set and stable in their life and you know willing to be in, at a point of saying, hey, I'm bringing someone else into my life, so it's not just like here's my life. It's going to continue this way. It's like I am. I actually had this conversation the other day, which is having all these these parts of you and the strength and the internal like confidence in themselves, but also being ready for a relationship and being ready is a different thing than having all of those parts of me as well. Because then you recognize I am bringing a different person into my life and I'm ready to do all of those things that a relationship requires, which in some of it's compromise and some of it's being flexible and recognizing what it is. But I want to answer your question diminish so i would say it is it's, it's a lack of confidence would be one of them there are definitely some things that i see on my side like it's, it's a little bit different when we're talking about confidence but like entitlement will is always if there's a, le- a high level of entitlement because it goes on both sides there's certain expectations that are of men especially early on in dating that there's there's some things that we're very comfortable doing but when expectations or when entitlement is so high for me that's a, a big a big turn can you can you give some examples to our audience um, of things that like to you come across as in, like a sense of entitlement from women yeah it's ve- it's very similar to what, what you said where it's it's expecting the man to do everything and and so mm-hmm. and, and what, what, it's funny it's so funny having these conversations because it's the same <laughs> kind of issues on both sides so it's like being available at all times but without reciprocation and being, you know, mm-hmm. expecting the man to kind of bend over backwards, but at the same time, not be willing to do things for the man. And I do think sometimes, and this is society happening right now, that both sides is that it, it's some, it's strange to me that doing something good and nice for your partner has become this thing that's in society, not, not everybody, but it's almost pushing that it's a sign of weakness. It's like to treat your partner really well is like, you're losing something by doing that. But again, as they go back to it, this is your partner and this is the person you're choosing. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to make them feel good? Why wouldn't you want to make them feel stronger? Why wouldn't you want to make them? And again, this goes, this is so similar to both to both sides of it that I, I see that. that. So if there's, and I, getting back to the answer to your question, if there's that, 
feeling of this man has to do all these things for me, but I'm not going to do anything. And I'm just going to show up and, and I'm not really bringing anything to the table. It's, it's to me, it's an automatic. It's, it's such a, it, it drops the value to me very, very quickly. It's just not the type of partner that I want. Just, just a lack of reciprocity in the expectations. You know, I think, I think this whole, um, I, I think this next question I have for you is really on my mind because of the, the new Barbie movie that's come out, which I have oh. not seen. And I'm still deciding whether I want to see it or not. And I've gotten feedback from different, different women that have seen it and some mm-hmm. loved it. And I actually got some negative feedback from a woman on the movie the other day, which surprised me coming from this specific woman, because I guess there's a very strong message in this movie about female empowerment. And, you know, you and I talked about this privately before about like, you know, just the way, how, how difficult it is, I think, for men to show up and, and put themselves out there in front of women and, and date. And, mm-hmm. and even just like that, there seems to be an anger towards men. Yeah. And so I'd love for you to speak to that. But the bigger overall question that I have for you is like, what's, what's the difference in your mind between being a feminist and being feminine? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. Big loaded question. question. For you. No, that, that's a big question. And, and I think it's a, it's a very, at this point where we're at, it's a very strong line because being, being feminine, when we talk about like masculine versus feminine energy and things like that, and like being strong or strongly stancing in your feminine energy, that's, that's nature. And that's what women are. It, it, it's such a thing because I know I'm a guy, so I'm not telling women like how, how, how they are, but this is, this is the nature side of it is that's biologically, that's where you're the most comfortable. And if you're fighting it, you end up in discomfort. Like, because if you end up in a relationship where you, have to have to be the masculine side of it. Neither part, neither person in that relationship is going to be happy because the man is going to be trying to do what he's supposed to do. And then the woman is, is in a place where she feels like she has to be, but might not be comfortable being that. So feminine, fem, uh, femininity is, is the, the good energy that, a, that a woman gives out the, the kindness and the nurturing and the, like the soft, the softness of what a woman it is. Now, feminism, especially how feminism started basically, you know, years and years and years ago where it was, yeah, yeah. Where, where there was With good there intentions. Was, yeah. Yeah. There was a significant issue of inequality. And so, and over the yeah. years, it, like and a lot of strides were made from it. Now where it's become today, where it's actually gone to the, to the point. And, and again, I'm generalizing, but a lot of like a strong feminist, they don't want equality. They want superiority. And so, and, and, and a lot of the feminists are actually feeding lies to women about finding that career. And again, careers are great and you want to do well yeah. and our world has changed, but ignoring all the other sides of it. And, and as I was just talking about is treating a man well is weakness and treating a man and, and doing good things for your partner is, is a bad thing. So where feminism has in a weird, in a way, feminism is that, or feminism, feminism, like you talk has really hurt femininity. And so because yeah. it's like to be feminine is bad. And it's such a, to me, like, it's almost like an oxymoron where it doesn't make sense because it's- Yeah, it's, it's, it's like we have to cut out all the best parts of ourselves as women in order to be equal with men or compete. Yeah. Almost yeah. even compete with men. How do you think it damages masculinity? Oh, it, it in a lot of ways, because one, 
like strong feminine strong feminism has made masculinity an enemy and so like masculine masculine energy is not bad at all and so it's we need it the the world needs it so you need protectors providers leaders you need all those things no of course there is toxic masculinity is a thing you can't go too far you can't like it, it like yeah. one of the, the the phrases that i hate the most you hear about these alpha males and things like that that's 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 a whole nother conversation to have, yeah. but, but you, you can go too far, but in terms of where it hurts masculinity is it's gotten to the point now is if you're a, a man to acting like a man, I'm talking about a real man, like the provider, the protector and being mm-hmm. in your strong masculine sense, there's a good chance that society's telling you that it's wrong. And so it's like, you're, you're almost fighting against your nature of like, wait, I want to, I want to do this. I'm a kind person. I have, a deeper voice i have i can you know i can handle these things but just because of that i'm now bad and so it's, it's, i think yeah yeah no i think what you're saying is so 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 important and like we can really boil this down to like even just the day-to-day things that sometimes i think we as women do to really sort of emasculate men and, and sort of chop them off at the knees. Like I was talking with another guy the other day and he was talking about, you know, what happened to just a guy doing something kind for a woman and it being okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, helping her put her carry on baggage into the overhead compartment. Yeah. And now, you know, offering to do something like that is him hitting on her Yep. or, or implying somehow that she is incapable of doing that for herself. And how dare he? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it goes into like a simple thing like chivalry. And so it, it's, it's guys like we like to do it. And so, and it's not anything about treating someone lower or anything like that. That's, that's, that literally it's, of course, it's like history when we've been taught that by our fathers and grandfathers, but it's also in, in us. And so it's like for me to open a door for a woman in, in no way does it make me feel anywhere superior to her or, or that she, you know, it's anywhere less. It's what I feel in my bones, what I'm supposed to do. I mean, I open the door for everybody. That's just, that's my nature. But yeah. But in terms of stuff, like if you're on a date, as a man on a date, like I do all the stuff, like I walk on the outside of the sidewalk and it's, and yeah. I open the car door, all of those things, because it's just, it, it, for both of us, it feels good. It feels like I'm, yeah. I'm doing what's in my nature. The woman smiles because it's, it's part of chivalry. And so, yeah. You know, I think if women were, were truly honest with themselves, we want a man that we can look up to. We want we want a man to to, to make us feel safe and protected. And, yeah. and really, honestly, when you say you feel that deep down in your bones, that is because men are hardwired to be providers and protectors. Yep. And I think that we do sometimes as women do things that really sort of diminish that 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 maleness in, mm-hmm. in men. You know, I love ChatGPT and I. I was looking on ChatGPT for some content the other day that for me to, to do some reels and, and, and stuff up on, on social media. And, and I came and ChatGPT actually helped me come up with like 10 ways, just boom, you know, kicked it right out. 10 ways that women can emasculate men. And I'm just going to highlight some of these because I think you can probably speak to some of this, like lack of appreciation, failing to acknowledge a man's efforts or contributions that can make him feel undervalued. Is that something that you have experienced in your relationships with women? Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit? Absolutely. Well, I'll first say to to your viewers, we are so easy. Like that's one of the highest ones you can, it's the easiest thing to 
have to have a guy like feeling good and being on your side appreciation because anyone wants it but it's like we there is such a low level of that appreciation especially when you're doing a lot of things and you're and you are and of course a, a partnership again it's equal it's it's not 50 50 it's 100 100 it's like you're doing all the things but when you're when as a man when you're doing all of these things and providing and and you know making plans and handling and handling different and handling different things and being being a man is your job and it's not being appreciated it's yeah. it's hard like even if it wasn't a man woman thing if you keep doing something you're not appreciated by it you're gonna not yeah. want to do it anymore and so i can see where a relationship erodes because we we want to do that we want to make you smile we want to make you happy we want to make you feel safe yeah. we want to make you feel protected but it also helps to like like thank you like it's, it's, it's a simple that you feel valued for doing those things yeah. you know going back to going back to the whole provider protect, protector thing you know before i ever married jeff one of the things that i picked up on really quickly that he would do when we would be walking somewhere in public is if we were like crossing the street you know we hold hands everywhere we go mm-hmm. but sometimes you know he'll he'll maybe just have his hand on my on my arm and i could feel like when like there would be traffic and we were crossing the road. I could feel his hand tighten on my arm and like, he's just sort of gently guiding me away from the traffic or, or, or like you said, standing on the outside, you know, letting me be, you know, on the inside of traffic. And I would acknowledge those things to him because those were the, I use air quotes when I say small, because they're really not small, Uh but those are all the little day, you know, day to day things that I, that I see men doing that tell women how much they matter to their man, that I think we as women are often now just sort of like, I can do that by myself. I don't need your help. What do you, you know, like I, I could have said to Jeff back in those early days when we were dating, I'm not a child, you know, I know how to cross the street. And I know women who would do that. I know yeah. women who would say, what are you doing? I, I don't need you to, yank me around yeah but but i was able to recognize in that moment he's he's not making a statement about me he is hardwired to do this for me i can either absolutely love and appreciate this that's me i think stepping into my feminine energy as you put it mm-hmm. or i can get all hardcore feminist on him and go excuse me i'm a grown woman yeah. <laughs> i don't need you to hold my hand direct me through traffic Yep. And, and I'll, I'll tell you a couple that that's a great, and I have a, I have an analogy. I think that I actually might help some, some of your viewers with this. Um, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll say that first. So if, if there's any, if there's any mothers out there, my mom used to do this all the time. If you're sitting in the car, so these are the type of things that he was doing. If you're sitting in the car, your child is next to you, has her seatbelt on, everything's fine, but you slam on the brakes. What's the first thing mom will do? It's always the yes. arm goes right in front. Yeah. And so, it's, yeah. that's, so it's not saying like the seatbelt's not going to work. It's just, that's how it is. It's like, I want to give you that extra level of protection. So it's just, and yeah. these are these, those unspoken things that he was doing for you that is showing that you care. And it's in the, the feedback on that by saying, I like when you do that. Like I said, we're very simple. I, like, I like when you do that. It's, you're going to get it a whole lot more because now I know that that makes you smile. So. Well, absolutely. Again, I, I, even when I tell women, you know, show appreciation, it goes beyond just saying thank you. I think it's important for a woman to say, this is why I appreciated what you were doing. This is how this helped me, or this is how this made me feel, or or this is what this did for me. That 
feedback is so valuable for men. If you just always say, oh, thanks for doing the dishes or, oh, thanks for, you know, whatever, helping with the, carry the groceries in. Okay, that's great. That's important. But why was that valuable? Why was that special or meaningful? Yeah, I like that because the way our brains will work is we'll think of things that are similar to that. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, she liked it because of this. And what, what if yeah. I did this? And so, yeah. You know, and looking for variations. Let's take this back to the the dating world because some yeah. of our listeners are not in a relationship or mm-hmm. and they want to be. Sure. And and so what struggles have you faced in actually trying to meet with meet women or be with women? And, and some of this we can talk about like the online dating world. <laughs> I know you've had lots of challenges in that world yourself. <laughs> so what are some of the are there patterns that you're seeing with this for you and the the struggles you're having yeah i'll, I'll say but we'll, we'll go we'll go into the online part because a lot of it is is the where and, and how it is but one of the things you touched on before is what's what's made it a little bit more difficult is that and again i'm generalizing that perceived kind of anger towards men and, and and i hear a lot about for women saying men don't men don't approach us anymore men you know men aren't doing this anymore because we've listened and we've heard and we recognize it's it's not and i also hear men are afraid it's not we're not like it's we part yeah. of being a man is you get rejected. It's it's part of it, and and so I'm sure there are some guys that are still getting through the the feeling of that. But we're not afraid of of any of it. It's it's more of we've we've seen it, we've heard it, and also just you mean you're not afraid of what being rejected? Reject, yeah, yeah. It's that's okay. not. I'm not saying not no guy. Like there are there are guys that are, and it's not it's not fun. But it's that's not why we're not. It's it's also if you're somebody that picks up energy and, and someone has the energy of, of I'm angry. It, it's, it's really hard to approach them and you don't, and you don't really want to. And so I think someone, again, going back to high value person, we also, yeah, like, of course we're meant we're, we're attracted to maybe we're attracted to who we're attracted to, but we also sit back and observe for a bit too. So it's not, it's, it's, we want to observe your actions. We want to observe how, how you're, how you're reacting with other people. And if we see or feel that kind of anger towards it, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Because it's it's to us it's not worth it. It's not it's not like I said it's not a fear. It's just not being worth it. The other so the other, so, there's, so there's a vibe you're saying that some women get off. And is, is, yeah. if if you were going to assign percentages to this, what do you what do you what are you seeing out there now? Oh, I mean it depends on the situation, but it's probably in terms of the fifty percent. You know, because wow, people that, that, are, that are very welcoming. And 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 again, this isn't even necessarily in terms of like dating. This is just in terms of like interactions. And so there's some people that are very, very friendly, but then there's some, some people like you and I have talked about the whole elevator thing. Like just me yeah. as a person, I'm a very friendly person. If I'm in a, you know, four foot by four foot box with somebody, I'm going to say hello to them. It's just how I am. It doesn't matter. Old, young, man, woman, like doesn't, doesn't matter. That's how I am. And so often it's literally met with silence and where I can understand everyone's got a past. Everyone has a, a mood for the day. Everyone has is going through stuff. But when I generally look at, at this over a period of time, it's yeah. quite often where it's like, okay, that's so you're so you're in an elevator with a woman. Uh, more often than not, is it just you and her in these scenarios? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's so you're being polite. You're saying, hey, yeah. how, how's your day how's, going? How's the day? Yeah. How's your day? And she's yeah. she's just saying nothing. Stark silence, which is to me Stark, not even making eye contact. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And and do you think that's because she's assuming that you're hitting on her? It could be. I mean, I try to look at it from a case of this is any game with anybody's. She could be having a bad day. It could be. It could be anything. It could, you know, something like except that. Except that it's 
thing over and over. <laughs> it's all it's 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 something I've I've done like little mini studies of of, of like responses and things like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's overwhelmingly uh, those are those. Yeah, that's where I get the least amount of responses. Yeah, I'm curious. You know, I mean, I, I know you and I know what a, a really amazing guy you are and you're a super nice guy. A real catch, ladies. So <laughs> you're welcome. So I I think what's really sad about all of this is that I think some of this anger with women towards men is this backlash against the, the men who are out there who are just using women. 100%. You know, like, I mean, not to go into any detail, but I have definitely worked with men who objectify women, you mm -hmm. know, who cheat on their partners, you know, yeah. and have cheated multiple times. And, and of course there's certainly more horrific stories out there even than that. So there's this backlash against men who have been very toxic and, and damaging and, and towards women. Mm -hmm. And then, and then someone like you comes along who has all the right, you know, intentions towards a woman, treats her very well, and can't even get her to look at you in an elevator, let alone say hi back. Yeah. And, and that's what you're saying is, yeah, it, it's, and I get it. And that's, there are guys like that, you know, and it's because, you know, it's me being a guy. It's like having kind of where it's the, the locked room talk, like, I, I get it. And so that where, that's where I have, I do have compassion for that. And I do have empathy for that, that I completely understand it. And I know this is a difficult thing when you ask about challenges in dating is the kind of answers part of this question is often it's occurred to where I, eyes and other men that I've worked with friends of mine, we we're paying for what the last guy has done. And the, and, and, and where it's understandable, we all have passed. We all are in different parts of our healing process and things like that. But it's, it's, that's where communication I think breaks down quite a bit where it's been like, I've been, I've noticed where it's like something will happen and the expectation will be, my reaction will be the same as what somebody else's yeah. reaction was. And it's like, that's not me. And I think there's ways, there's absolutely ways around it. There's ways to work through it and always start with open communication and not being afraid of being like, that's, this is a situation that is really reminding me of something else or, or, just talking through it. And if, if a man really cares, we want to hear it. Like we want to know, we want to make you feel comfortable. We want to know those parts of you. And the fact that you have a past is, is, is part of life. And so, you know, we, we pull some, when you pull someone into a relationship, you're taking that whole thing out. So, but it's hard when it's generalized as paying for what the last guy has done or paying for what a group of men have done. And of course that's true the other way around too, yep. right? Yep. <laughs> Where women women are going through the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, no magic wands here, but if you could change any any one aspect about the way that women show up in the dating space or, or in the relationship space, what, what would you what would you change? Ooh, <laughs> I get I get one. No, I'm totally kidding. Those I Okay, I'll give you two. You talk to I think the one, and I, like I said, it's a big, it's a big ask. So I get it. like working with people that have, that have trauma, working with people that have passed is really trying to not make the person you're seeing right now pay for what the person you saw before and, and yeah. not general. That, that's, that would make, and, and I don't even want to say not, but communicate. It would probably be the easier, the easier way to do it. And I don't, I generally don't think, you know, beyond like a first date, like if you're actually like in a part of like where you're starting to date and you're starting to get to know, but I don't think there's an, a too early time to talk about that stuff because yeah. we want to know. And it's like, and 
you know, we've talked about like how to approach dating and like you're, you're, if you're dating with intention, you're trying to find, if you're really doing it, not just to fill your Friday nights and, and have, you know, and do fun things and things like that. And that's fine. If you're in that stage, that's okay. But if you're dating with intention, you're really looking at it where you're looking beyond the chemistry and you're looking at for compatibility. So it's like, we want to know these things and because it's important for getting to those next things of the relationship. So I think that's a, that's a big one. And, and I guess the other side, the, the other part, like about the early parts of dating is like, I, I it's probably about the same as try to at least get, take out some of those ideas that every man's the same and, and let us and, and do, do what I was saying. What I do is I, we observe and observe, observe us. And, yeah. you know, you might think a guy's handsome or funny or something like that, but then take a look, take a look at how, how he's, how he's acting with other people and, what his body language looks like, you know, when he's, yeah. when he's interacting, really pay attention to those things. And then try, try to be more approachable in that case. That's fantastic advice. And I'm, I would add one more thing to that, just to build on what you said about, you know, being observant. I, I, I want to say to the women out there, you need, all of these things take time. You need to, I think you need to slow the process down. It, it takes a while to organically get to know somebody, you know, you know, both men and women put their best foot forward, you know, when they first get to know somebody, you, you've got to get past that initial phase to really truly see who a person is. And you've got to see them in a, in a, a variety of settings. And I know you've experienced this in, in relationships that you've been in. Sometimes you don't really get to know the person until or see the important things about them until you've been with them three, four, five months or beyond. So, it, you know, that means being very careful about decisions you make with that person that you can't undo Yeah. You know, prior to really knowing them. Yeah. Okay. So along those lines, then, as we wrap up this, if you could share only one thing with women that would mm-hmm. help them understand men better, what would that be? Yeah, yeah, it's one thing. I would say this, you know, we want again talking about looking for that the 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 man the type of man I'm sure that you're you're talking to your your um, audience about. You want a, a man who's grounded in his masculine energy. Like we yeah. we want to be leaders and providers and and protectors and all the masculine stuff. And like I said earlier, like we also want a partner. We want a partner that 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 does have strength, but it's also rooted in femininity. Like we, that's, we want that polarity in our, in our relationship. We'll do all those things. It's as a man, like you, it's kind of almost like wrapping this whole call up with this answer, because you talk about like appreciation, mm-hmm. the man knows that like, he's doing these things and he's, and he's in his element and that's okay. And you, and he's being appreciated. You will see, it's like feeding the fire. Like, and, and you'll just, you'll start seeing more and more of like all of those parts of it that, you can't that you want now on the other side if, if you start emasculating that person and if and if a man comes to you with an issue like we're all like grounded in the masculinity again but life is hard and there might be times where we do need a partner to lean on a little bit you know we're not going to st- we're not going to stay there it doesn't mean we're weak it doesn't it doesn't mean it also out of fairness on the guy side it doesn't mean we can always do that well but we'll have moments of that if you're there for that that guy he then knows he has that rock the amount of things that he can accomplish or that you can accomplish together is immeasurable but if it ends up getting one of the things if it ever ends up getting turned on him you'll literally probably only get that chance once because he'll 
he'll never trust you that way again because he's showing a lot of trust. If yeah. you get you want the vulnerability, you talk about the vulnerability. Yeah. Side. If we if we get there and it's hard for us to get there, and if we get there, if we it's showing you how much we trust you, and if that gets turned around, and I'm talking about if it's two years down the road in a in a fight or anything like that, that gets brought up again, that that will be ingrained in his in his mind that he cannot go to you for that. And and again, part of the things that I coach is that there are certain things that as men, and one of the things that we have weaknesses is, is supporting each other. And so giving that there are times where it's like, okay, there might be a better opportunity to go speak to some men about this because there, there is a limit to it. And there's and out of fairness, like if you have a good partner to be like, hey, there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, buck up at this point now too. And it's the same repetitive issue that you keep that, that keep no, we're not talking about big things. Big things are a whole different story. But but just that's what we want. And but you know, we want the partner. Every once in a while we might we, we might want to like lean on you. We do have feelings. It's it's a fact. Like we do men have do have feelings. What a revelation. <laughs> yeah, we do have feelings and and just don't yeah. turn don't turn them around on us. Like it's it's yeah. it's it will be very detrimental to the relationship. Yeah. I think I think what you're saying is so huge, and I, I really encourage the listeners today to to go back and listen to what Andrew is saying again, and then maybe again, because <laughs> I see this over and over and over again when when I've worked with couples or I've worked with men. You know, a man will move mountains for a woman that that allows him to be a man, but allows him to be vulnerable. And, and doesn't turn that against him. Mm-hmm. She supports him. She encourages him. She gives him that safe place to, to be who he really is at his core. And there's so much more to it even than just what we can talk about in these last few minutes. But I think that was really hugely valuable, Andrew. I, I want to thank you so much for showing up today. And, and yeah. I want to have you back again. Please, David. anytime. Dive into some of these things even more deeply because I only got to one out of my ten ways that women can emasculate men because I don't I don't want to beat up on my sex too too hard. We we can we we've got our good sides too. That's so, amazing, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I don't want I don't want women to think that I'm anti woman because I'm not, but I am definitely here to help women understand and, and make better choices for themselves so that we can have the kind of relationship that we really ultimately want. And of course, you know, that men want from women as well. Thank you again so much um, for everybody listening. The way to uh, find Andrew is on his website, empoweredreality.com. And again, I'll put that down below in the description. Thank you, Andrew. And ladies, that's it for today. I'll see you on the next episode. For more episodes, just go to debbiecoddle.com. And while you're there, get your free copy of my guide, 10-Step Relationship Rescue Roadmap.